Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. How are you, sir? How you doing? Very good. Oh, that's good. Good for fucking you. Why are you so fucking violent towards me all of a sudden? Oh, we're going to hit a topic that I think I'm going to fucking throw blows out here and there. Giggity blows. <laughs> Guys, Project Sapient, check out our website, projectsapient.org. Shoot us an email, projectsapient2020 at gmail.com. We want to thank our supporters, Vector Shields, Jim Junkies, Havoc Journal, our partners at the weekly Havoc Podcast, Second Mission, Live Boston 617, wellnessforwarriors.live, odkit.com, eagleeyefirearmsma.com, GunTrack, Hulay Law, Fit Cops, 22 Mohawks, and Joint Operation. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We're known as Police Podcast on that. So... Thank you for making us the number one military and law enforcement podcast on the planet, you guys. You guys what, are awesome. What are we over now? 15,000. 15,000. Yes. Wow. Wow. Hey, <laughs> South Dakota, get on the fucking network. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the only state in our union. Dude, we have people in, like, Afghanistan listening to us. Yeah, I know. What the fuck is wrong with you, South Dakota? Jesus. So, all right. Anyways. What do we got today, buddy? So today, uh, we have our friends from uh, Joint Operations on, and we're going to discuss an issue that uh, uh, that many, many veterans know, and uh, they understand, and uh, we want to talk about the hypocrisy of the VA. So we got Todd and Bill from Joint Operations. Guys, can you hear us? Yes. Awesome. So... Go at it, guys. I want to hear this. And I don't want to get hit. You keep fucking beating me up. Dude. Jesus Christ. Hey, listen. Somebody needs a little bit of medical marijuana. Hey, listen, a lot of <laughs> a lot of anger. A lot of anger on this on this subject because it just it just there's the the experience from the VA. I mean, we talked during Vet to Vet, you guys uh talked to my uh father-in-law, Vietnam yeah, vet, yep. how he got treated when he came home. And, you know, obviously completely different than the way we got treated, the current veterans, but still like almost similar issues, you know, with, with the VA. So, so it's, 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 it's wild. Yeah. The type of shit that goes on behind the scenes at the VA that no one really hears about or knows about. And, you know, Todd and Bill, you guys can get right into it and just talk about, you know, what you guys have seen on, on your end, uh, being a cannabis dispensary and what you've seen when it comes to veterans getting the help that they deserve, not just need, but deserve. I mean, it really comes down to the VA sort of, I think the VA's sort of playing games with politics here and not really doing what they're supposed to do. I mean, one of the VA's core values is advocacy, right? Yeah. The VA and its employees will be truly veteran-centric by identifying, fully considering, and appropriately advancing the interests of veterans and other beneficiaries. That is a core value of the VA. They are not doing that. When it comes to cannabis, when it comes to uh, research in cannabis when it comes to providing vets with cannabis, the VA is stonewalling all across the world. They're playing politics with people is what they're doing. The VA has the ability, they have a Schedule One drug research license at the VA. They have the ability to say, we are going to study research for the effects on veterans and how cannabis can help or hurt them. 
They have that ability. They are not. They are not doing it. All right. They say basically they are opposed to any research bills that go into Congress for cannabis. Why? That's why. A, that's a great question. I mean, here's a, so so I did not know that they had a Schedule One license to be able to. Uh, study uh, certain drugs, certain Schedule One drugs, to yeah. like cannabis, to to uh, study and research if it helps or hurts veterans. I, I didn't know that they actually had something like that. The VA is actually actively studying synthetic CBD <laughs> and PTSD. So not synthetic. Actual, why not just the actual CBD? Right? Yeah, why not do the actual real stuff? So, why so does, nature why doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah. So why? Yeah. Why synthetic versus the real thing? I guess maybe there's money from the uh, pharmaceutical industry. Ah, uh, yes. That would be my guess, right? Yeah. Follow the money. Yeah. Right? Why not? Why? Why are we? Why are we understanding synthetic THC? Right. The agency has also approved a study on efficacy of synthetic THC for pain. Why aren't we just? Uh, why? Why aren't we just studying the actual stuff that we know works? Because that would make sense. Well, God forbid. Well, yeah, that, that exactly. And and here's the thing: like like you know, when we first got you guys on the show talking about dispensaries and how um, everything is actually studied and and from seed to plant, everything is followed in terms of uh, purity and cleanliness and and the quality. And you know what you're getting when you know on, at the finished product. So it's not like you know the VA is not going to the black market where drug dealers where they don't know what they're buying and what, what where it came from or what it is. You know these dispensaries are legitimate business businesses that uh specialize in cannabis right so right. so it, it it versus again like we said big pharma uh wants to do this b- bullshit right. yeah bullshit synthetic thc which uh if i remember correctly there's something called synthetic heroin aka oxys <laughs> yeah, right. and how did that work out for them you know for the country when it, that happened it, it comes down to it comes down to a lobbying Right. Because big pharma, the amount of money that they're spending lobbying is monstrous. Yeah. And my take is that big pharma hasn't really figured out a way to cut these guys out. Yeah. To get the big pharmas to control everything. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking that's the only reason that it's not federally legal. Well, I mean, I don't know if if, uh, uh, Todd or Bill, you guys can would know this if it. Like, why is it even just Stonewall? They don't even want to entertain research. Is there, is there anything yeah, that you've seen? That, that's, that's the mystical thing about it, because everyone says, well, we don't have FDA-approved research, so we can't make a decision on it. But then when you file bills in Congress, both Democrats and Republicans have filed bills in Congress that would mandate the F, mandate the VA to test cannabis with veterans, to do medical tests. They say, oh, well, it, there's, not enough approved, there's not enough FDA-approved research, so we can't test it, but we're not going to test it, so we have the approved research to then go ahead and test it more. It's a circular argument. That is right. We can't do it because of A, but we're going to oppose A, so we can never do B. Have you guys heard, and this just came to mind, I've seen a couple of documentaries on it. Have you guys heard of the studies that the federal government, I think the VA is involved on the, um, the, uh, the use of microdosing of LSD on PTSD? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a there's a um, a growing field of whether mushrooms, psilocybin, microdosing mushrooms, microdosing a, a variety of of I guess hallucinogenics you would call them, but in tiny, 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 tiny right, doses. Right. Um, people have had good luck, especially things like schizophrenia, and so they're thinking PTSD and they're going to the other you know mind based ailments that people have, and they are finding some success with it, and they are doing after some researches on that research on that. 
but it's the cannabis thing they're adamantly opposed to. And, you know, the FDA um, comes out and says they're not ideologically opposed to the measure, meaning testing, uh, testing cannabis, but they have the ability to advocate. They're required to advocate for veterans. And when you have hundreds of thousands of veterans doing something that's helping them, and you, you, you can't even talk to them about it because of regulations, you have a moral obligation to advocate for those people say, hey, we need to test the stuff. We need to find out what's going on with this, right? I'm not sitting here and say I have all the answers and I know that there's absolutely no term long effects of taking cannabis every day. We don't know that, but we should find out because they're doing it anyway. How else are we going to find out unless you get these things out there? You get people using right. it. It's kind of like the vaccine right. fucking, well, I was just gonna the say, Rona thing. The, the, the COVID, you know, the COVID vaccine, how quickly the FDA and everyone jumped on board to study it and do all the studies and rapid and all yeah. that shit. Yet, you know, something that, again, uh, to me, benefits. Uh, uh, let's just put it this way. Another tool in the toolbox for veterans to help combat PTSD, TBI, whatever else. I mean... Why don't you, you know, the VA, yeah, I agree, Todd, 100%. They are, they should be the largest uh, lobby for veterans going into Congress, going into Congress and saying, hey, fuckers, we need this to get studied because a lot of our veterans are saying X, Y, and Z. Let's look into it versus not even entertaining it, not even putting it on the table or even tell big pharma. Hey, if you want to fucking keep doing business with us, leave us the fuck alone. They're not going to, yeah, they're, not, they're no not going because again, that's pharma dolling out money. Too many people, the know? elephants in the room, too many people in Congress are, have their lines pocket uh, lines, their pockets lined by big pharma. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, the truth. No, no, that's hundred percent. That's how the opioid epidemic happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, fucking Congress had had money right in their pockets, and that's not even conspiracy anymore. No. There's so much information that's come out about how, like, the oxys and stuff of that family. I forget the name of the family that, that did Purdue. It. Was Purdue. it Purdue? Yeah, yeah. Purdue. 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 Pharma. Yeah. Sack, Sackler family, Purdue Pharma. Yeah. yeah. So if you if we talked Hulu about has, this five Hulu years ago, we'd be crazy. Yeah. Hulu has an incredible show on oxy, the oxycon called Dope Sick. It's on Hulu right now. Yeah, Michael Keaton. It. Yeah, Michael. I haven't, I haven't got yeah. a chance to watch it. Outstanding series. One yeah. of the best things I've watched in a long time. Wow. So you guys, you guys are in the cannabis industry, right? We know that cannabis can affect you, right? Does it have any kind of deleterious effects like opioids do, like alcohol does, like any other treatments that we've had out there, chemical treatments? Because at the end of the day, THC is, is it considered a chemical? Yeah, it's a chemical compound within the plant. It's a naturally occurring compound in the plant. Okay. So THC, is there anything, any kind of studies or data out there that's showing that THC can have deleterious effects on people? Uh, if taken in uh, excess when you're young and your brain is still developing, uh, there are some some studies out there that say it could slow mental development. Is that so what we call the, the potheads? Yeah, yeah. If you're a 14-year-old <laughs> kid smoking, you know, five or six joints a day, yeah. you know, Probably not the best thing for anybody to be doing. Right? Right. Um, but you can't overdose on it. You can't become physically addicted to it. There's no physically addicting properties to cannabis. There's nothing you can do to overdose on it. It doesn't react on the central nervous system, the heart, the brain, the lungs, the same way other medicines and opioids and alcohol do. It's not a depressant like those. Are. So you can't dr you drink too much alcohol, you depress yourself so much it shuts down. Right? Yeah, yeah. You overdose on drugs and either it's either cocaine and your heart explodes, or it's heroin, and yeah. your heart stops, right? Yeah, Either yeah. Way. Or rage, like Iman has well, fucking rage. I, well, I got natural built rage, all right? <laughs> your your biggest risk in cannabis is taking a nap and ordering four pizzas. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the truth, right? But 
you know, certain people, again, it, it's a it's a it's a compound that that um, occurs naturally. Certain people's bodies may react certain ways to it. Certain other medications might react certain ways with it. We need to study it. We need to look at it. And this whole VA thing comes down from the top. The VA head is appointed by the by Biden. Biden has no desire to legalize cannabis. He knows the second he deschedules that drug, studies start like crazy, and everything we know about it is going to be proven absolutely wrong, right? It's No, it's not a gateway drug. It's not dangerous. It's not this. Oh, actually, it has amazing health benefits for people. It really helps people with rage issues. It really helps with PTSD. It helps with pain. I mean, you name it, it helps with it. But we need to understand dosing and, and delivery systems. What, what delivery system is the best? Is it smoking it? Is it a tincture? Is it a beverage? Is it a lotion? Who knows? But we need to understand this stuff. And for veterans, my God, when you have when you have the people you're supposed to advocate for you and you have people in Congress screaming at you, do these tests, do these studies, advocate for these people. They put their lives on the line for this country for years, some yeah. of them, yeah. decades, some of them. Yeah. You can't speak up for them and say, hey, something's happening with this plant. We should investigate. Here's the thing. Our generation of veterans, our generation, the 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 nine eleven generation, I'll call it. Um, we've been at war for twenty years, a little, little over twenty years. That's the longest time the U.S. has ever fought a war. Twenty plus years of fighting, and you have so many veterans. I mean, so many veterans that have all kinds of ailments from the burn pits on down to, you know, PTSD to, to, I mean, I just learned one of my friends, uh, he got hit head on with an RPG that didn't go off because it didn't have time to arm. Now he has a small hole in his brain oh. as a, you know, so, so there's like, there are, there is so many ailments that veterans of the, this current uh, generation have. Why not research other things too, like cannabis, like, like just anything else to help because to me, it, you know, you go to you, you go to the VA and the, it's not so much uh, healthcare; it's more like sick care. Okay, what do you? Okay, here's a bunch of pills. Come back and see us if you need they're more. They're treating they're treating symptoms. Yeah, they're not treating exactly. you whole body. Exactly. They're, they're not doing like a holistic approach that we always talk about. It's it's it, 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 the VA is very compartmentalized. You know, they got the PTSD clinic, then they got the TBI clinic, then they got the uh, uh, you know primary care clinic, then they got this this. Everything is a clinic. Nothing's really ever combined from what I, you know, in my experience, because I mean, for example, I'll, I'll talk, you know, to a pulmonary specialist and I'll ask him, well, does my doctor know of the results? Oh no, not, not yet. I'm like, well, why aren't you guys talking? Like why, why isn't, why, why is everything so compartmentalized still? What does that remind you of? The, the feds. Yeah, oh yeah, the feds. Exactly. F federal fucking, uh, yeah. like the FBI, the CIA, yeah. well, nobody that, was talking to them, each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. And and it just, like, it, to me, you know, we going back to, to Todd and Bill, it's like, they're doing a huge disservice to every veteran out there. Yeah. You know, from World War II on up. It's not even a disservice. It's complete apathy. Yeah. Yeah. You're not willing to call, if you're not willing to call for studies on, on on probably the most controversial subject right now that hundreds of thousands of veterans are using, requesting. You got Congress screaming for it. You got the public screaming for it, and you're just saying no. And you still care. I mean, you know, um, I have lots of friends that have gone through the system, and you know how the paperwork is. Yeah, it makes it. Uh, they told me they're like. It's like they don't want you to succeed. No. You know, yeah. The advocates, yeah. You know, the advocates that file the paperwork, they make it much easier. And, yeah. You know, they make this. And, you know, you were surprised when Todd said the last time about the um, studies and the um, 
everything that goes into uh, from the CCC monitoring the purity of the cannabis through the, you know, how they put all the regulations on it. When I got into this, you know, Mike and Todd came to me and they, you know, veteran owned. Yeah, the cannabis dispensaries are popping up all over the place. And these guys came and they said, we want to do a veteran owned one. We want to focus on veterans, you know, and that's kind of a, kind of a unique thing. And you can see from Todd, when I talk to these guys, <laughs> they're a little bit knowledgeable, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah like, a little bit. <laughs> so these guys are doing, you know, you talk about the, um, the work that goes into making sure that it is safe, it is studied, and how Todd just can go on and, and what, the, what the VA should be doing. I mean, it's just obvious. So let me, let me ask you guys a question, right? It's obviously in Massachusetts, it's legal, right? Yeah. We know that we're hitting a stone wall going to the federal side. Is there anything that we can do on the state side, like maybe going to the governor in Massachusetts and being like, hey, guess what? You legalized it in, in the state. We know that there's a benefit to veterans, even though the whole veteran thing falls under the federal government. Why doesn't the state try and fund some state research on these things so that we can aggregate a few states and then send it? And then it's clear cut. I think somebody like Congress can't say anything about it. So state of Michigan just last week announced $20 million from their revenues, tax revenues from cannabis are going to research PTSD and veterans. Huge. Wow. Just this week announced it. That's, uh, see, that's, what, that's what I'm talking about. So why don't we do a push in Massachusetts to try and do something like that? It's going to have to happen at the state level. You know, it's interesting. So the, the uh, buried in the recent $1.2 trillion spending bill that just got passed. What isn't buried uh, in it? But, requirement yeah. for the FDA to allow, or the DEA, sorry, to allow um, private research facilities to be able to buy cannabis from commercial people. Right, because right now, if you want to do a cannabis study, you have to buy cannabis from the DEA. They have one operation; it's in Mississippi State University, and it is, it is the worst weed you've ever had in your entire life. Seven percent THC, which is about a third of mo- a third of what you, most of the average is on the market. Usually, about twenty to thirty percent THC is most of your your cannabis, and it's 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 the the trichomes and the, you get technical into the weeds on this, but the the quality of the flower. And the potency of the flower is is dismal compared to what's on the public market. So they have to come up with a plan to allow private enterprises to buy from the commercial market so they get better quality cannabis. They have two years to submit a plan. What happens in two years? How many people die in two years? Yeah. Well, the next election, right? Yeah, next election, two years. Yeah. They just said, fuck it. We're going to leave it for the next guy to deal with. Give us your plan in two years. We'll let whoever comes in office next, next argue about the bickering. Two years to put a plan together to let a, re- let a research facility at Harvard buy cannabis from a wholesale in Massachusetts. You need two years to figure that out. They're just punting the ball down the road. Yeah. The federal government and Joe Biden has no desire to legalize cannabis before he leaves. Office. Here's the thing, yeah. like, like we said, you know, in Massachusetts, we've got some of the best universities and researchers in, in the in the world. Yeah. They, I'm sure they would love to do some really good, sound research. I mean, Harvard Medical School and all their they research man. they, they yeah. come out with. Because the second that they touch the stuff, they're going to lose federal grants. They're going to lose, well, yeah, well, you know I what get, I mean? I get that. Dr. Dr. Stacy Gruber at Harvard is one of the leading cannabis researchers in the world. She's right at Harvard. She's amazing. And so it took her two years to get a study funded to be able to even buy the cannabis from Mississippi State University. Two years. Two years. Wow. Two years. So how much damage is being done to veterans? How much, how many health issues are coming up that could have been treated? Yeah. How much well, PTSD? Pete, you a good point. Um, state level, 
and I, I brought it up last time. I said, you know, PTSD doesn't just affect the military, police, fire, and first responders right, yeah. get the same same stuff. And how many departments do you know don't allow use of cannabis and per policy, which I don't understand because you know, the department I used to work for said not only can you not use it, even though it's legal. Um, you're not allowed to work at a dispensary, either part-time, do details. You're not allowed to have anything to do with it. Yeah. How can they, you know, that's like saying, well, you can't, you know, you know, work, work, at, a liquor work store. at a liquor store or something, but you can't use it. You, can, you can't say you can't use alcohol. That's a legal, you know, substance that, that you're allowed to use. But why can't you use, if you have PTSD, it's the same for cops. Yeah. They, they're not allowed in certain, wherever the policies are that they can't use. So statewide, it's the same thing. Yeah, policies came out right away when uh, marijuana was legalized, uh, you know, fully. Um, at first, it was medical, so there was a slight policy on the medical side. But then once it was like, once the floodgates opened, you just, you you saw all the police leaders, policy after policy, right away. It's the, fe- it's, and a lot of that is the fear in the unknown, especially yeah. in Massachusetts with these, it's a really old law enforcement culture in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. You know, the we don't do that here kid is, is still kind of around. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. And they haven't been desensitized. It, all right, my parents, for example, right? They're not law enforcement, but my parents' generation, they're in their 60s and 70s. Yeah. Okay. A lot of these lawmakers are in their 60s and 70s. I, my parents both have health issues. And when I brought up the use of medical marijuana to them just recently, like a week or two ago, they were into it. They were like, oh, really? Only because of the last two, three years of what's been going on in the yeah. state. And they've been desensitized to it. Three yeah. years ago, if you asked them about oh, it, they, they would have been like, it. I'm, a, I'm not going to become a pothead. And yeah. It's like. <laughs> not, not realizing no. that, that it's not your 14-year-old smoking three joints in the morning right. before walking into school. It's it's more, uh, it's more you know, the, the more specific stuff, the and more medical side. So when I, so I've gotten injured a couple of times on the job, really bad injuries, right? Yeah. And they would try and push fucking opiates on yeah. me all the time. And it's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, I don't want them. I don't want them. Yeah. The few times that I had to take them, it was like. I'm all set with this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in conversation, when you talk to like some of these medical directors, you'd ask them about medical marijuana or even CBD. Do you know, in our department, I can't even take CBD. Yeah. Same with mine. CBD it, is, uh, no, no, we can't. Uh, we CBD can't take is, uh, it. Can you explain that policy. to me? I can't even begin to have them. That's my point. The cops are in the same Cops and firefighters are there in yeah. the same boat, and it's the military. You could, drink, you could drink a fifth of Jack Daniels every single day, but you can't take a CBD gummy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That makes perfect sense, I guess. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's against policy <laughs> to, have, to have any CBD product. Yeah. And that just goes to ignorance because, I mean, honestly, it's just it's just ignorance and a refusal to, to gain knowledge, right? CBD has no intoxicating effects whatsoever. No. It doesn't. It's the cannabinoids without the THC. Yeah. You can't get high from it. You you won't even fail a drug test if you take it. Yeah. Right? But they're banning it because why? Because it's cannabis's cousin. This is basically to describe it. Yeah. They're similar plants. One has all the CBD. One has all the THC. They're related in the same family, but they look completely and they act completely different. And people just banning it like that, it's just... Just, just arbitrarily just making decisions without any kind of data, any kind of yeah. knowledge. It's it's so old thinking. It's, yeah, it's, it's just old, unbelievable. Old, again, it's it's uh, like like when we first talked, I said, you know, the whole Reefer Madness videos and shit. You know, it's like people still, uh, I, I don't know if these, uh, you know, 60, 70 year olds still think of it as that, you know, Night of the Walking Dead type of uh, type of thing. Reefer Madness. Yeah, Reefer Madness. And everyone goes crazy and go nuts. And, and that's, I think, what goes 
in their heads is that type of shit. You know, yeah. it's, it's unreal. And, right. and, and that's the thing though. So like, Example like a success that I know of uh, personally uh, with CBD and tinctures and stuff like that is uh, my wife's friend. She uh, had uh, throat cancer, I believe. Uh, so she had to do, uh, you know, obviously a chemo and radiation. So she got uh, radiation burns all along her neck and she got a tincture uh, that had uh, like oil based uh, rubbing on her skin. And you know what? She has nothing anymore. No burns. The doctors, her doctors were blown away yeah. by how a simple oil based uh, CBD can remove, get rid of that burn. Don't they, don't they try and give them like this aluminum based thing that they're supposed to put on their neck when they get the radiation? I thought I remember someone I knew once had uh, lung cancer and they had radiation. They gave them this metal like cream to put on this never never done anything no never no I, I i don't know but i know, I know she uh, she jumped on board right away with the uh, cbd tinctures and stuff like that which uh, again it's it's my sister-in-law stuff that uh, that she sells uh, that that she does licensing for and sells but it, it like the successes are there same thing with some of the elderly with their arthritis where my sister-in-law mm-hmm. you know sells some uh, tinctures and certain things and all of a sudden arthritis mm-hmm. is gone now they can get off the oxys that the doctor's been prescribing them for freaking 10 plus years <laughs> or whatever you know, it's like all of a sudden now they're finding uh, the civilian population veterans are, are finding this miracle pill, if so to speak, if you want to call it with CBD and, and other products like it, um, where they realize they don't need to take oxys. They don't need to do this, that, the other. They don't need to do the rainbow pills where most of their ailments can be taken care of with just one thing. Yeah, we have a we have a medical system that is set up a certain way for a long time and money flows through that system a certain way for a long time. And you have this plan that would fundamentally disrupt that system. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly right. Fundamentally disrupt everything. Yeah, no, exactly. There's too much. There's a lot of people who are very entrenched in that system and don't want to see a change. And there's a lot of people, especially in government and in regulators and things like that, that just don't want to admit, you know what? Maybe what I thought for the last 15, 20, 30 years is wrong. Yeah. And that, and the only way you continue to think that way right now is if you don't take time and actually look at the data. We have the data that tells people what they need to know. To, to Pete's point, my dad was like that. Cop from the 70s, you know, arrest you for a joint in the ashtray. His skin ca- cancer was treated, you know, he'd get the uh, skin cancer burned off as, you know, a white Irish guy, light skin, always getting every, he had to go to the beach and cover up. And uh, he started using the cannabis oils and it helped it instead of going to get the, you know, the radiation burn, whatever they did to take so- that off. Changed his mind. He researched it. He looked into it, and used common sense. I'll give you guys a quick story. It's it's related, but not right. A quick story. So a few years back, on the job, I crashed my motorcycle, and I got really fucked up. Like really fucked up. I ended up burning this entire arm from shoulder all the way down, like almost down to the bone. Right, horrid. I recovered from it. While I was recovering from it, a, a friend of mine who's into, you know, uh, uh, natural stuff, homeopathy and all that stuff, had told me to use Manuka honey, okay? It's a certain kind of honey. It's really expensive. It's bioactive. It's got a list of really good things to use, right? So I ended up using it. I was like, fuck, I, like, I want to kill myself from this pain. Skin burns are terrible, especially road rash, Right. And for months, I'm, I'm having asphalt coming out of my arm. Um, so I started using the stuff. And within weeks, it was like an upward, like the healing was incredible. So I go to my doctor 
my, my department doctor. And they're like, well, what are you doing? And I said, you kind of laugh, but I'm using this, this stuff called Manuka honey. And I was taking plastic Tegaderm and putting it all over and doing all that. She was like, why are you doing that? I said, what do you mean? Why it's, it's working. See, I have no scars. Right. It's, 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 it sounds, what's that? They can't charge you for that though. So well, that's exactly it. So I'm, I'm talking to her anyway. Now she's very smart. PhD, multiple fucking diplomas all over the, all over the thing. And she's like laughing at me. She's going, you know, honey, honey, really? You, like all these resources and you're putting honey on you. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, let me ask you a question. If you went to the ER right now with burns, what's the first thing that they're going to put on you? And she goes, medical honey. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, synthesis. Uh, yeah, synthetic. Synthetic honey. honey. Yeah. Yeah. Medical honey. And I'm like, why use the real thing? Why use the natural stuff, huh? Where, like, look, I have no scars. I should be Amazing. like scarred beyond scarred right now. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And she was having a fight with me. And this is when I brought up the whole CBD thing. This was only a few years ago. I brought up the whole CBD thing. I said, well, can I, for pain and stuff, like pain management and all that, can I take CBD? And she's like, no, just take the oxys and take this and that. I'm like, oh are you God. fucking retarded? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, like, all of that could have been prevented. I'm not saying the skin issue itself, maybe it could have with an oil, but even my pain management, my sleep issues, this and that could have been helped with maybe a little bit of treatment from THC. <laughs> but it's such a taboo thing. It's like, it's, right. it's unbelievable to me. Like we, 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 we go like, uh, again, you know, dealing with uh, section 12s all the time and, and, and crisis patients and, and all that, uh, you know, especially after COVID skyrocketed for law enforcement across the country. But you see how broken the system actually is yeah. when you're dealing with the same paranoid schizo over and over and over again, where they truly believe, like, for example, this last one, which was an amazing, amazing, um, I still do say I love it, uh, where, you know, to, to this individual, uh, uh, this individual would say that people uh, listen to her through the walls, they teleport between the walls, they would tell uh, this person that uh, to put up trash bags all over the house, that way <laughs> Sounds like thermal, fun. thermal imaging can't penetrate, there's a watch, but-, but I wanna to, hang out with her. But, yeah, do it, <laughs> a lot of entertainment, but, but you, she goes into crisis every three months as a result, she gets her rainbow meds, rainbow meds stop working, and all of a sudden, it's back to square one. Yep. It's a money maker. I mean, between insurances charging her and charging the hospitals for the ambulance ride, the hospital stays, all that stuff, and and the, for the medics, you know, ph big pharma doling out the meds to to this you know paranoid schizo, and then for three months getting all the treatments, and then it's back to square one. Can you imagine how much money that's generating? For the hospital, for, over for, and over, over and, and over again, where they're not really again treating the issue at hand; they're treating each symptom individually by different right. pills. They put them on a treadmill. Yeah, exactly. You just keep going and going and going, it's, and you never get off. It's, it's, it's dangling a carrot. In well, it, it's like the revolving door of justice, right? Yeah. Where go in and out, right. in and out, in and out. Same thing with the medical field. People keep going in and out, in and out. I see, we see it all the time. It pisses us off, and uh, and even you know, I feel bad for this uh, for the for the kid who's twenty years old. He knows more about schizophrenia than I think the doctors do because he had to live with it. He has to live with it, you know. And and it, like he tells them what is needed, yeah. but they won't do it. 
I have a I have a big problem with the medical industry. I'm oh, not. It's it's money maker. That's all. It's it's, it's, a, it's, the, it's there's very few medical. I know I have a lot of uh, doctors in my family. Yeah. There's very few that actually they want to heal people. Mm-hmm. You know, they take it upon themselves. It's in their hearts. There's yeah. a lot of them, like a lot of their friends that they're just money made. They're just looking yeah. to make money. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with making money. Yeah. Right. But that's all they care about. But you're in a field. That's the thing though. You, yeah. You can make it, money, but you're in a field that. It comes down to like a foundational issue. And I said it in one of my rants in one of the, one of the special episodes that we did. Right. It's the, the AMA, the medical medical association. It was created by an individual that wanted to get more petroleum-based products out into the... He had a ton of petroleum and wanted mm-hmm. to get it out. His mm-hmm. name is Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's not conspiracy, right? So it was either get on board with this shit, this is the medicine that we're going to use, or you don't get my money. It's the same exact shit going on here with Big Pharma. Yeah. Yeah. So you, we, you know we have an endocannabinoid system in our body, right? Yeah. Every living organism, right? Yeah. The Israelis discovered in the 70s. Do you know how many U.S. medical schools teach the endocannabinoid system? I take it zero. Five. Oh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Zero. It, it basically it, it goes in your central nervous system. It regulates virtually all your body functions. It's not taught. Why? Why? Yeah, why is why? it not taught? Is it because cam, cam, uh, cannabinoid is in the wording? <laughs> well, it's because it, cannabis interacts with it, right? And they yeah. don't want to. They don't want to in any way, shape, or form validate cannabis so we're not we're just not going to teach it it's also right. there's also a, an aspect of it that they don't want to be told that they're wrong right yeah, i did 100 i had a, i had a show one time for one of my other businesses at harvard medical school actually and i was talking with somebody in there and we started arguing like a friendly argument and they were talking to me about this is pre pre-rona too so and they were like you know trust the science and trust the data and trust the this and trust the that and i'm like eh, i'm that way to a point and she was like why and I'm like, okay, a hundred years ago, not even in this building, you were teaching people to drill into people's heads to re- release the demons. And she was like, oh, well, yeah, but we've changed since then. I'm like, okay, we've changed. 30, 40 years ago, some fat cat doctor smoking a cigar in a hospital had come up with this theory that babies don't feel pain. So when a baby would come out of the womb and needed like open heart surgery, they just do it. They just did it. He, he did one study on it and his study was he would, a newborn baby, they would take a pin and put it in the baby's uh, foot. Yeah. And if the baby didn't react, he was like, it doesn't feel pain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That shit continued until the mid eighties. Yeah. Our generation. Uh, Yeah. Doctors used to smoke in the hospital. That, oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Like, smoke in a hospital. Yeah, you can smoke cigarettes in a hospital in the 50s and 60s. In Europe, in Europe, you still can. Yeah, I was just gonna say in Lebanon, you <laughs> no still way, can. Really? Yeah, yeah, in, Le- in Lebanon. Yeah, in Lebanon, you still can. <laughs> I was just in Europe, and a friend of mine had to go to the hospital, and here comes awesome doctor. He did well, but he was like. How you guys doing? <laughs> I had no idea. Okay. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. No, it's still still old school in the, outside the U.S. <laughs> yeah, the whole follow the science thing is frustrating because it's it, it's a very selective follow, right? Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah, well, follow follow the data, follow the science on cannabis, and they don't want to hear that. You know, follow this science, they don't want to hear that. It's like I'm going to pick and choose which science I want to follow that agrees with my political views on a certain subject. That's the science I'm going to believe. Well, and that's well, not here, true here, science. No. Yeah, here's I the mean, thing. 
They just they used to tell women they're pregnant to smoke. You won't gain weight. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, great idea. Thanks, yeah, Doc. I have a friend like that. He says, he goes, you, you don't believe science? And I'm like, well, I go, do you, do, just because one scientist says it, I go, don't we always get a second opinion? Right. Don't you want to go ask another guy what he thinks? Yeah, well, yeah, that's that whole idea. That's the whole idea of science. Of science <laughs> right. is test and retest. Question and retest everything. And retest, you know, always, you're always learning. You're always advancing. That That's what you're doing with science. But I was going to say uh, the whole, you know, with cigarettes, right? Philip Morris and all these major cigarette companies that, that are out there. And, and I remember back, you know, when we were growing up, it was that huge push of quitting cigarettes and make it more expensive, blah, 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 blah. Oh, now there's the nicotine patch and nicotine gum and blah, blah, blah. And as I was growing up, I'm, I'm looking at, so I, my, my dad used to sell the nicotine gum. I'm like, oh, I'm looking at it and I'm like, hey, it's made by Philip Morris. The yeah, same no guys shit. fucking, the same guys that sell fucking Marlboros and Marlboro yeah. Lights and shit like that. So I'm like, not only are they yeah. selling the poison, but they're also selling the antidote now, you, you know? So like to me, like that, you know, this was late in high school. That's when I'm like, oh, look at the hypocrisy. Like I'm starting to learn this whole, you know, becoming aware of the way these companies manipulate policy, literally policy. They manipulate it, but they still benefit uh, out of it no matter what yeah sure make cigarettes more legal more more expensive we don't care but you know what we're gonna do the antidote that way our profit margin stays let me ask you guys a question can you can you smoke cigarettes or any kind of tobacco in the military still oh my god yeah, yeah. You, you can oh, yeah. right oh hell it yeah. kills 500 i smoke cigars all the time so i'm not dogging it it kills 500,000 people a year yeah, I used to smoke and dip at the same the time. US. That's just the U.S. <laughs> just the U.S. Yeah, that's just, so yeah. why aren't we fucking focusing on shit like that? Or how about medical malpractice? <laughs> that's the number four well, killer in the planet. So we can't. We can't outlaw cigarettes. Yeah. We can't because remember back when we sued the tobacco companies in the late 90s and we got this $100 million settlement with the tobacco companies? Exactly. Well, what, ha what happened was they paid that out over 20 years. Yeah. And what the states did is they went out and sold bonds based on that future revenue to take all the revenue up front. So if they put them out of business, then they default on the bonds. Yeah. They don't want to get paid for it. I wonder so how much of that has partner. happened with Big Pharma. Yeah, they became partners with the tobacco companies. Well, the states did. That's the way so they, they do it. Yeah, that's the, that's the way they – I mean, that's the thing. People just don't see – those things or they refuse right? it or when they, they refuse to see just like the whole thing with you know uh, trust the science trust science or you know just it's like yeah like you said to a point yeah but i always like to get a second opinion third fourth fifth i'll read mm -hmm. 10 research papers uh just to finally make my own conclusion you know on on a certain subject or whatever it might be and and that's the thing people i don't think people want the information handed to them not isn't that why isn't that what everybody's concerned about the you know the covid vaccine yeah you know, i'm vaccinated of course but some of the people that are against it go like well hey this is kind of new and i'm kind of worried about it and there was just a state trooper that got uh you know he was forced to take it or lose his job and then he got a blood clot in his lung because of the vaccine yeah and almost died yeah and he yeah. was like i told you i didn't want to take this stupid thing right yeah. this story has taken us at least two years to come up with a vaccine for anything we did it in six months there's going to be issues Oh, yeah. no of course, yeah. no long-term effect studies on that vaccine. No, New England has the highest vaccination rate in the nation. We also now have the highest per one hundred thousand cases of COVID. So, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous, and it's 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 telling though to me is just how uninformed and misinformed everybody is, and how they lack the critical thinking skills that we 
all the, all got back in the 80s 90s and you know to be able to think for ourselves but the newer generation and and even the older generation though because to them they grew up where the news always told the truth you know where, where well they were reading the news back reading then. the news back then and it was always truthful and fact based and all that so even you know my father in law he says he doesn't know what to believe anymore yeah yeah he has no idea what what to trust and what not to trust the good the good thing that we have going on right now is that you have guys like 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 Todd and Bill yeah. that are trying to educate people on these things. Yep. And I guarantee you, there's going to be cops that probably heard the last episode, maybe didn't. And they're going to hear this one. And they're going to be like, huh, interesting. So we have to, they're almost pioneers in, in the industry of getting the information out there. And I'm yep. sure you guys have information on your webpage too, about the health benefits and all that. Or is that, is that allowed even is the state allowing that? Yo, actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ah, see, uh, yes, the state allows it, and we and on all of our brochures and our pamphlets, we have to have you know risk factors and education and stuff like that. Um, we can't state things we believe to be facts with to say this study shows or this right. study shows. We can't say cannabis will do A, B, and C for you. Um, so there's there's yes, we can have it, we can do it, we can put it on there, but we just have to be careful that we don't state it as medical facts kind of thing. Well, well, I mean, I, I, I was just thinking, like, what would a commercial for uh, cannabis be on, like, mainstream media? <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. The reason why I, la- I was just thinking about laughing, where they'll talk about a certain pill, whatever. Uh, you know. 86 side effects. Yeah, 86 <laughs> side effects to include death. Yeah. You're like, then why am I going to even fucking take this? Is it like, yeah, you'll be bleeding out your ass and bleeding out your eyes, right. and then you're going to die. But... We strongly recommend you you consult your physician. And everyone's smiling in the, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, playing basketball. Yeah. I mean, what would cannabis be? The side effects are... Me sitting on my couch, and fucking eating and pizza, relaxing, and, and eating, <laughs> ordering Dominoes. That'd be the right. side effect. <laughs> Uncontrolled giggling. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Like, like it just, again, you know, just the way things are, are portrayed, in the, especially in this country... Um, like because you know, Pete's got family overseas. I've got family overseas. Their views on medicinal treatment and, and treatment as a whole is so different, wildly different compared to here. That's yeah. why the U.S. is the number one uh, for drug use, Consum- like number one consumers of fucking consumers drugs. of drugs. That's why cartels love being up here. They make all the money in the U.S. You know, and and it's it's like, why are we so ass backwards when we shouldn't be? you know, with these types of things that, that is out there. It, it, it's unreal to me. It's unreal. Yeah, I, I think things have become so politicized. I mean, the same people that were bashing Trump when he said, I'm going to have a, I thought, you know, I'm going to have a vaccine out in six to eight months, he was saying back in January, February, or March of 2020. And the left was all over and saying, you can't do that. You'll tell people you can't do this. And now that Biden has the vaccine out and he was saying vaccine, they're like, oh, everyone's good. Now we're mandating the yeah, vaccine. Man, it, it's funny <laughs> how it flips. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand is practically a police state right now. And they're literally uh, rounding up Australia healthy people. As well. Yeah, yeah I saw Australia, the videos of yeah. Australia. Yeah. What's happening over there is insane. They're yeah. rounding people up. Yeah. It's almost a soft police state here, guys, because if you think about the little the little things that we have to go through, like there's there's even in Massachusetts, there's restaurants that We'll have a sign if you're unvaccinated, don't come in here. And it's like I, I just went to I went to a place I had to bring my vaccination card. I go, really? I got to bring a piece of paper to prove where I'm going. I'm like, this is getting a little Nazi Germany, here. right? Yeah. But but also think about how stupid that is because you'll show them a piece of paper showing that you're vaccinated, that you're vaccinated, 
I could have just made it in my fucking basement. Like, really? Well, right. yeah, it's a simple CDC fucking thing that you could buy online and just fill it in yourself. It's, it's nothing. Oh, but that's a crime. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. You know, it's unreal. Massachusetts State Troopers. Boss once used to call things like that mental masturbation. Yes. By <laughs> yourself are making a difference but doing nothing. Just make you feel good internally. But in reality, they have no practical purpose. Oh my know? God, like he's the, so right. He's so right. You know, next, yeah. Next time you next time you smoke a joint, put one of those little masks on that buy a CVS and blow. This shit goes everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was at I was at my kid's bus stop today. I was at my kid's bus stop today, and the all the moms were talking about how the schools are getting upticks of cases of Rona. Right. And right. I look at them and I'm like, and they're like getting worried. And I looked at them and I'm like, aren't all of you vaccinated? And they're like, yeah, I'm vaccinated too. I'm not getting the booster, but I'm like, aren't all of you vaccinated? And they're like, yeah. So what are you worried about? And they were like, what do you mean? I said, if you're vaccinated, your kids are wearing masks in school let them get it. Who cares? What are you so worried about? My, my kid got it. It was there, fine. There isn't Whatever. people dying on the fucking streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think deep down people know that the vaccine is not going to stop you from getting it. Exactly. I think deep down people understand that. Well, here's and the thing. All a vaccine is, all a vaccine is, is a weakened, weaker form of a virus that helps your body develop antibodies. But that's not what this is. But no, well, I know, but I'm just saying. It's more like a flu shot. Yeah, like the flu you shot. It's more like a flu shot. It's it, not a vaccine. Exactly, exactly. A, a, a true vaccine, like, you know, in the military, I got the smallpox. Uh, yeah, you know, I got smallpox vaccine, a true vaccine. I got I got anthrax vaccine, even though later on we learned that it was actually horrible to take. And <laughs> I can only imagine what's going to happen as I get older. But you can't smoke pot. Yeah, but you can't, exactly, but you can't get cannabis. We'll, we'll give you fucking anthrax that might, I don't know, make you grow fucking two more arms in the future but uh yeah you can't you can't have a, a pill to help you with your PTSD. I'm timing. did you take the malaria pills fuck yeah night terrors galore yeah. oh my right. god yeah. hey do you see the you like, you, did you, you see the, the you're on another planet yeah so. did you see the studies from oh, the va how now they're linking it to brain damage yeah. <laughs> yeah, the malaria pills, and that, and though, and the thing is though, during the Rona, I know that like the federal government was talking about malaria pills uh, to give it to. I'm like, fuck no, I'm not taking no fucking malaria pill. I don't care. I'd rather deal are with there, the Rona. Are there alternatives to that pill that they gave you guys? That was just no. The military doesn't give you alternatives. No. Are they like in the market? I have no oh, idea. Oh, I don't know. They just tell you what to take. Well, here's the thing. It. When I was growing up in Africa, they, there is a fucking shot they give you for malaria. Like in, in Africa, if you get a cold, they'll fucking give you the vaccine for malaria because everything to them is malaria. Malaria. So you, it could be a simple cold. So I, I, I think I've been injected forty times for malaria <laughs> when I was in Africa. But, but up here, you know, t- taking the stupid pill again, like, like, like Bill said. Uh, the, the military can do whatever they want. I mean, they can mandate whatever vaccine and you, you just have to do it. And that's the way it is. It's just the military. And, you know, you go through a fucking, uh, a mill of fucking shots before you deploy. And who knows what the hell they're injecting you with. You know, you're just one after another. You're just getting injected with these things. And it's, it's, it's like, it, yeah, we, we will have you do this. But when it comes time for your own health, we're not going to allow you to make a choice. You know, it's, it's like, it's that, that's the whole thing with these mandates. I think what people don't understand, like I've argued with my family about it before. I was like, here's the thing, what you don't understand, the reason why people are so against it is because they're forcing it. They're on being everybody. told what to do. They're being forced to do it. 
right? I get the military. Military, I, you know, uh, me and you, Bill, we, we're both prime military. We get it. It, it is what it is. You get the, it, especially when you're deploying. Yeah, especially you're deploying to a foreign country. You have to get certain vaccines and all that. And that's fine. But you're in the U.S., with a virus that has a 99% chance of survival and you're being told you have to take this fucking uh, vaccine. Now think about everything we just talked about in the last 10 minutes, right? We deviated from marijuana, well, yeah, but, yeah, but. Think, <laughs> but think about what we just talked about and then think about how innocent marijuana looks in comparison to everything else. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's the thing. It ties back. It, like, but I'm saying like, <laughs> look, like we're taking MRNA vaccines that you can grow a fucking extra nut from it or something <laughs> like, but medical marijuana is awesome and it's innocent and yeah. it's simple yeah. and it could have benefits. It's a plant and it's a plant and people are still well, like, it's, <gasps> it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't uh, get it. Yeah, no, I, I don't get it either. It's 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 unbelievable. So, I mean, I mean, great great show, guys, about yeah. you know medical marijuana. And if you guys just hang out for a minute, we'll 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 come back to you and talk to you uh, about Absolutely. a couple other things. But thank you for coming on again. Love having you guys on here. Um, sure, we'll see you guys again uh, soon, talking more about uh, medical marijuana. And uh, yeah, great 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 topic. Yeah, today, guys, guys, thank thank you so much for coming on. And we want. Uh, What's the website that people should go to? Uh, it's canopreneurpartners.com or jointoperations.com. Jointoperations.com. Okay, we'll, we'll post links to it, too. I've been trying to tag you guys on Facebook, and it's not working for some reason. Uh, Facebook can be a little difficult when it comes to cannabis. I, yeah, I, yeah, I figured. I figured yeah. every, every episode we put out, we try and tag our supporters, So and it's not it's, letting well, me. You know so. what's funny? Instagram is easier. I can I, I tag them on Instagram. Yeah. You can. Yeah. yeah, Instagram's easier. Facebook is... And and there's no one you can talk to there. Yeah. Talk, yeah. Don't get anybody. No. Well, guys, hang okay. out on the line for a minute, okay? So, guys, uh, I'm in. Yes. Awesome, awesome episode, sir. Yes, sir. We want to say thank you to our supporters. First of all, go to our website, projectsapient.org. Shoot us an email, projectsapient2020 at gmail.com. We want to thank our supporters, Vector Shields, Gym Junkies, Havoc Journal, Second Mission, Live Boston, Wellness for Warriors, OD Kit, Eagle Eye Firearms, Gun Track, Hule Law, Fit Cops, 22 Mohawks, and Joint Operation, those awesome guys. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, on TikTok, you find us at Police Podcast. You'll see I've been doing silly stuff all the time. Not the milk crate challenge. <laughs> You're stuck with that. <laughs> I am. Guys, thanks a lot. Stay safe. Stay sapient.